Welcome everybody to a new episode of our official GAR Capital podcast. My name is Carlos Garcia, founder and CEO of GAR Capital. Welcome aboard. It is a little past 8.52 uh, Eastern Standard Time on a Sunday. Now, usually I do the podcast a little earlier than, than usual on a Sunday, but I was actually out of town, but I'm back in the saddle and we got a lot to talk about. This episode is about either, do we have a new bull run leg up? or a temporary push-up. Which one is it? Well, let's talk about it. Uh, this weekend was very, very big. We had the G8, a G20 Summit, excuse me, G20 Summit. Those are 20 of the largest uh, industrialized nations, economies in the world. <clears throat> you know, Japan, Canada, the United States, uh, Russia, UK, you name them, they're there. And the big, all eyes were definitely on China and the US. As you know, we had the tariffs, and the trade war and what have you. Now that's been weighing on the market in general. Uh, as you could see, we did have the tech repricing like we talked about in the uh, previous podcast. The tech repricing does have something to do with the China uh, trade issues with the United States and what we're trying to do. But a lot of it has to do with the valuations in general. But again, the trade war does not help. <laughs> you know, especially like with Apple, uh, and you know semiconductor stocks that have been pushed up to get us where we are today. Those are what we call the momentum stocks. Well, we don't have a trade deal in stone now, but what we do have is a trade agreement in the fact that we're not gonna raise tariffs on January 1st. Everything's basically on hold, more talks coming. The Chinese are gonna buy some more agricultural products. They're gonna buy more food from us. They're gonna buy more uh, industrialized goods. Uh, to bring down the a trade deficit with the United States. Now, now, this is a good thing, guys. Again, nothing bad came out of this week. Again, but nothing concrete either of a deal. The deal has not been made. If anything, just a goodwill, a goodwill session was made. Again, that's bullish for the market. We gapped up first thing in the morning. As of today, uh, E-mini futures, which is the S&P futures, are up 41 points at 2,800. Uh, Dow futures up 427 points up 1.67% and the NASDAQ futures up 1.77%. Crude oil is soaring up 4% now in Asian trading on a Sunday. These are good things for the market. We're expecting a nice push up. But again, that's a little background of the Chinese United States trade war and what's brought us down. Again, a lot of fear in the market. The two big fears that we've been having in regards to this bull market almost ending. These are the two macroeconomic issues that we've been facing. The US-Chinese trade war, and the Federal Reserve keep on tightening interest rates and their monetary policy, meaning what we call hawkish. Hawkish meaning that they're being more aggressive with tightening, meaning less money supply in the United States economy, and dovish meaning more money supply. That's good for more of a stimulative, uh, accommodating for the economy. Uh, but again, when you are hawkish and you're trying to remove supply from the market, uh, the money supply. Let's prevent inflation. But inflation now is very tame, guys. Let's keep that in mind. Very, very tame. And remember, we talked about this in the last episode. We talked about that the stock market is not indicative of the U.S. economy. The U.S. economy is very, very strong. Low unemployment, rising wages. Inflation is very tame, guys. So let's keep that in mind. But again, the stock market is up across the board. Uh, still this year, we had a nice Friday. So again, a lot of bullish bets on this trade deal going through or you know some goodwill happening. Trump and President Xi from China took photos together. It looked, it was like a very productive meeting. So again, is this going to be enough to prop us up? Absolutely, yes. This is what we needed to put us 
through the end of the year. Keep in mind, the last week of the year, around Christmas time, you're not going to get a lot of trading. But are stocks, in effect, going to be bullish at the end of the year? I say yes. Are we going to hit 3,000 on the S&P or 30,000 on the Dow? Absolutely not. We're not going to have that much volume to get us there. December is notorious for taking time, very low volume because of the holidays. Not a lot of trading for the most part. You'll maybe get some hedge funds that are trying to get rid of their positions at the end of the day to kind of raise cash so they're going to look good on their balance sheets for the end of the year. Usually that's the case. But again, I do see we get a bullish run. These two factors that happened, the China trade war that's is kind of softening the tone and the rhetoric at the G20 meeting and Fed Chief Powell saying that we're near neutral rates. Neutral rates meaning no more raising. That's it. We're near it. Expect in December that we're going to have a rate hike of 25 basis points, which is 0.25%. We are going to have that. But now we're going to have something called a rise and hold. So a hike and hold, we call it. Hike and hold. That's where we're looking at to be. So if we have a hike and hold, that means that the market is basically pricing in that we're going to get that 25 basis points and the Fed just basically stops and says, we're going to be more data dependent. We're going to see if what the market gives us in a sense of is the stock market still going up, which they shouldn't care, but is employment pretty strong? Is inflation going up? Inflation is not going up. Strong GDP. There's no reason to raise rates so quickly. There's, there really isn't. But the only thing that's just standing out is that commodities which is a deflationary sign. If oil and gold and natural gas are being very, very volatile or going down, that means it's very deflationary. That's not a good thing either. So again, it's a balancing act that the Fed needs to do. But right now, in a monetary policy sense, I agree with them. I think we should have one more rate hike, see where we go, be more data dependent. Don't be so rigid and say we're going to have four next year because that spooks the market. But we do have a good economy. And yes, we should be raising rates in order to accommodate any kind of inflationary pressures, which we don't have at the moment. But again, when the Fed is raising rates, remember, they're adding more ammo in their back pocket anytime we have any kind of issues because they can always cut rates to add more money supply to the system, which is stimulative. Again, think of 2007, 2008, 2009, where we had to cut rates across the board so we can spur borrowing, uh, spur economic growth. That's the key to kind of get everyone over the hump. But right now, we're not in that. Personally, I think we're in the last leg of this bull run. But again, still, we're going to end in the green for the year. Um, again, bouncing off the February lows in the S&P. If you look at the SPX here, the February lows, we hit about 25.32 in February. We're now at 26.77.60 at Friday close. If we look at futures, we'd probably be at 2800 if you want to take a look at SPX, which is the S&P 500 index, I would go ahead and take a look at that double top, but we need to break 2815. Break 2815, 2900 is in horizon. Remember the high, all-time high of the SPX, even the high this year, 2940. I don't think we hit 2940, but 2900 is definitely, definitely in the zone here. 2815 would be great. We break that, 2900 ride the way up. What I recommend, guys, is remember anything that's China-related that's been taking a hit, Apple, Micron, AMD, NVIDIA, uh, the FANG stocks have been big, which is Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. All the tech stocks are going to get piled into again. It's going to be the favorite for everybody. And then a couple more. You have JD, Alibaba, Baidu, The Win, W-Y-N-N, because of Macau. Those kind of stocks are going to get big. NXPI, and then you also have Qualcomm. Those are going to be very, very big because President Xi says NXPI and Qualcomm 
could merge together. They could be approved for that merger, which is very, very important because, you know, mergers and acquisitions are big to the economic engine for the stock market. So again, these are very accommodative positions that the Chinese are working with the Americans. This is very bullish, guys. This is good news. I don't care what your political affiliation is. This is good news, guys. So again, ride the bull market up. If you have stocks right now, absolutely ride it up. If you need to take some profits, if you do, wait till the second week of December. Take it out if you need to. I wouldn't. I hold my stocks forever. That's just me. But again, positions here, if you're trading, you got to ride this bull market up. I think tomorrow we have a huge day. But the question in fact is that, is this the next leg of the bull run or is just a temporary push up? I say we have a next leg of the bull run here because now we're getting closer to a trade deal, which is this, the biggest, biggest holdup that we've had in the market is the trade deal. Are we going to get it done? With this kind of rhetoric, Trump is definitely into the stock market. He knows that it's his barometer. It's his, it's his scoreboard. Very, very important to him. He wants to end the year on a high note. He knows the economy is the main thing he can focus on and get what he wants. It gives him his political capital. Again, this is something for him that he focuses on in his administration. I think with that being said, he's going to do a lot more accommodative policies to make sure that the stock market continues to go up, whether it's pressure on the Fed, warranted or unwarranted to keep interest rates low, or to maybe get that deal with China, a couple of deals, maybe hold on some tariffs, but something to be a lot more easing in the rhetoric where he's not going to be hitting as much on the talk of raising tariffs, trade wars, or what have you. But again, this is good across the board. I think we get a next leg up in the bull, in the bull market that we have here. I don't see us hitting 3,000 on the S&P or 30,000 on the Dow, but again, a nice leg up. I would say we probably end about 8% to the upside. We, I would say 8% on the high end, about 3% on the low end, which tomorrow might just be 3% in itself. But again, I think we get a continuation. Even with the tech repricing, I think all the dip buyers are going to come in, buy the Apples, the Googles, and the Amazons at a cheaper price. We're just going to skyrocket the, the, the stock itself. Another thing too, guys, one more piece is the fact that we have the holiday season. Christmas shopping, of course, retail, technology, we're going to see in the first quarter how they did. We're expecting the best holiday season. We had the best Cyber Monday and the best Black Friday in American history when it comes to retail. This is a good thing for us. Consumer confidence is up. Economic growth is still going. GDP is still going. And we'll check on Friday. We have the non-farm payroll report. With Christmas and holiday hiring, it should be about 200,000 in new jobs added, which is very, very important. Add more to that bullish fire. I think we ended the year great. We're going to keep on hold and see what we get in January with the first quarter results for a lot of the retail companies and industrial companies and see if you know more confidence is building. Are they buying more merchandise to sell, markdowns, what have you? These are very, very important things. I think we get that continuance to the upside. Um, I want to see the first quarter results. I want to see if tech has been repriced a little more or we still have those high valuations on price earnings ratio. I need to see a little more earnings from the FANG stocks in order to uh, except those va high valuations or those high multiples. With that being said, I still like tech here to the long side. Again, you're getting these tech companies at a nice discount. I still like Apple. I still like Micron, low PE. I still like AMD. I own all these names and I still rock with it. Take a look at BA, BA, which is Boeing and Caterpillar 2. Anything that has China exposure is going to be a great play for this week. And then number two, anything that's been defensive, Coca-Cola has been up. They're going to fall a little bit. Verizon, defensive. They're going to fall a little bit. Anything dividend play related is going to take a little bit of a hit because that's more of a defensive. Your Clorox, your Kimberly Clarks, General Mills, consumer staples, 
Johnson Johnson are going to take a hit because they've been piled on no, thinking that we're going to not get a deal or some kind of rhetoric was going to hit at the G20 meeting. That's already been subsided. It looks like it's all clear from here. Looks like it. we'll see where we go. But for the most part, I'm very bullish now. Seeing what we saw, we got two of the biggest headwinds away from us. Economic slowdown. We may have a little bit of bumps in the road here and there. Maybe some manufacturing PMIs that may slow down. Home sales are slow down. Yes, I agree. But for the most part, 70% retail. That's what's building this up. And the second thing, as long as interest rates hold, if interest rates hold, again, maybe it may spur some home buying, a little bit of confidence to maybe apply for that mortgage or apply for a car loan or what have you. But again, that remains to be seen. Let's just stick with what we know. The China and the United States are looks like they're in agreement and the Fed looks like it's going to hike and hold. With that being said, I still like this week being very bullish. For the next two weeks, be very bullish. Again, use proper position size if you are trading, if you're investing. Definitely like, you know, the FANG stocks. Of the exception of Netflix, I don't like the valuation there, but I definitely like Apple. It's been beaten up, and I like it long-term. Of course, I've been holding my shares, and I think you have been too. So again, uh, stick with the names that I've gotten this year. All the momentum plays. Boeing, Caterpillar, Semiconductors, Micron, um, NVIDIA, AMD, those guys. Uh, the technology stocks, you know, uh, Google, Amazon, Apple, those guys. Uh, Microsoft. Those are the ones that are going to take us over the top. So, again, those are the ones that have been brought us up. Came back down with the pre-pricing. I think we get a continuance to the upside. So, that's where we are for the week, guys. It's been a great weekend. I went ahead and kept you guys up to date on Instagram, as always, and Twitter. Follow us on both, at GAR Capital. We'll let you know of any kind of new information as it comes along. And we appreciate you, of course, listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time. I apologize for being so late in the evening. But, again, this is a quick one. It's only 15 minutes. This will prep you up for the week and prep you for some great profits. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you guys soon for the next episode. Catch you guys later.